Someone had to pick the cotton. Someone had to plow the fields. That's why the doggies were born. What was she thinking? The Easter Bunny goes ham on a dude that uh, spit on a woman. Can you never say ham again? Fuck what you call him. He did black ass stuff. How about that? He did black ass stuff. Yeah, the bunny joined the Kansas City Chiefs. Actually, the Easter Bunny was a black guy in the suit. Obviously. It's usually white yeah. guys that fuck up in Florida. That's the first That's the first cat. That's how a black guy's ever run in the suit. Oh. Unless he's in court. Welcome to The Flex. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Then you got your popcorn ready. Yeah, don't get your popcorn ready. Oh, bitch, all these rules. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. <laughs> Time to flex your fantasy muscle. With Chris Jakes and Jeremy, I'll slap you across your fucking face, Channerton. Flex go give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. Let's go deliver to you. Welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes alongside Jeremy, the cartel Channerton. Jeremy, how you doing, man? Cartel? The cartel. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, it definitely does, man. Uh, let me ask you this. What's your what? What would be your Mexican cartel name? Ooh, um, my come on, man, you know this my one. Te- my team, my team, name was was White Lightning. Uh, I'm gonna go with Four Loco. <laughs> that's funny. How about Is that? Because that of this morning. That's because every time I see, you, that's where you'd be drinking. Well, it's because you're bringing it over here. That's your fault. I'm gonna just give a drop of this and see what happens. Well, some people like coffee when they go uh, into the studio, and uh, you, my friend, like Four Loco. Bro, that was brutal this morning. This is about to dissolve into liquid, and then the fat man is going to suck him through a straw. I just got up. I texted at 8.30 a.m. And you're like, oh, I'll be there in a little bit. I'm leaving at 9.30. So I was trying to step. I fell asleep at like 9.45. Fell back asleep then, and then woke up at, at 12.30 with you at my house. And you're like, here you go. I'll give you four loco. And I'm like, oh, boy. And I'm not going to not drink, you know? Well, if it isn't the Alzheimer's Express, right on schedule. Yes. Alcoholics typically do. That just seems weird, yeah. I mean... Yeah, although you're speaking to cartel, man, I guess from what you're uh, looking like right now, I guess it'd be more of the Taliban. Yeah, 100%. I have a... Apparently, my headphones were bleeding through last week on the audio, so I have a, I have a headband and a t-shirt around my head to cover my audio headphones. Well, let's not go crazy with uh, with uh, last week. Let's be more realistic. Maybe like last month. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, Real quick, man, since you, did, since you missed the last episode, before we get into it today... No, no, I, I was there for the last episode. I missed two episodes ago. Yeah, that's true. The Flying Elvis. Yeah. Whoa. Update. Go ahead with your uh, Flying Elvis. My, uh, my Flying Elvis was uh, when you're on the, uh, you're getting a Blumpkin. Yes. Which I'm, I'm assuming my audience is, is very well educated and knows what a Blumpkin is. You love to give those? But powerful erection. Powerful erection. But for those of you who do not know what a Blumpkin is, a bumpkin is when you're taking a shit and getting a blowjob. I don't want to hear this shit while I'm eating. Yes. Now, a, f- a frumpkin is when you're taking a shit and giving a blowjob. Something like that will ruin a man. Cover the baby's ass. That's too much excitement for my babe. Turn the channel. But my flying Elvis was getting a bumpkin and then pretending you're dead halfway through. Because Elvis died in the toilet bowl. <laughs> that's nasty. Yeah, that's what that is, all right. That is true, he did. That's true. I thought, I thought that's a really good uh, definition of a flying Elvis. My, mine's the best. I don't know. Debate. We'll leave that up to a vote. We'll let, we'll let y'all vote on that one. What was yours? What was yours? What was mine? Yeah, I, I listened to half of today, and you called me when I was listening to it. 
All right, so the flying Elvis for me, and I'll, I'll just recap this real quick. It's obviously sexual intercourse, right? On a bed or wherever. Cowgirl, face in position. Her face in you. It's got to be anal. Anal sucks, of course. You have to have that shit because shit's involved. What? What's so? Because because your shit involved, it's got to be anal. You're saying? Well, that's the shittiest way to have shit involved, I guess. Right? Fair enough. So you have your hands around her neck, and you choke the shit out of her until she passes out. So other shit again, actually. Uh, and once she loses consciousness, whoa, whoa. you uh, are you not supposed to choke the girl every time? Well, uh, you can if you're uh, like Kellen Winslow. Okay, yeah, that, that's because that's what I do. Kellen yeah. Winslow's all about that life. We'll get to yeah. that shortly. Yes, sir. So uh, choke when she passes out, man. Once she loses consciousness, you're gonna flip her over your head, Luke Kang style for Mortal Kombat, a uh, little Mortal <laughs> Kombat reference. <laughs> Luke Kang, uh, little bicycle kick. Yeah, flip her over the head, send uh, her or him because uh, it works for gay sex. Just send them flying across the room, man. So uh, real quick breakdown: cock and ass. Loss of consciousness, and as I hit on before in the last uh, last go of this, we um, discussed that when you lose consciousness, oftentimes you shit yourself because of that. When that happens, you don't want to get shit on you, so that's when you flip them over because you're like, oh shit, it's just a gut reaction, you know? So, so, so cock and ass, loss of consciousness, shit involved, flight involved, checks across the board, man, the flying Elvis, that's, that's my so take. Basically, you're flying Elvis just flipping somebody over your head. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Well, at least they go flying. Yours, what do they do? They fucking just fall over? If, if you think someone died when you're giving a blowjob, you're going to fly up in the air. You're like, oh my God. Yours would, just, yours would be the depressing Elvis. Nah, That's what yours nah, would be. Bro, that, girl's, yes. that girl's flying out of that bathroom. Mm, maybe. Aren't you all right about this? All right. Anyways. Let's get some fan votes on this. Who wins this? Chris or Jeremy? I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, me. Shut the fuck Shut Another motherfucking word, and this shit is over. It's NFL Draft Week, and that means Dynasty Rookie Drafts will be getting underway here shortly within the next few weeks anyway, in most cases. Unless you're a league that uh, likes to go in blind with your picks. Anyways, we'll uh, preview a little of the NFL Draft today. We got, uh, we're got we going to touch a little bit on Dynasty Rookie Prospects as well. We've got five questions on tap. 2019 early breakout candidates, Dynasty League sleepers to know for your Dynasty Rookie Drafts. And we got some mailbag. But first, quick announcement here. All right. Quick announcement. The Flex Fantasy Football Podcast is going to be broadcasting live on air with the one, the only Kevin, the fantasy voice of God, Casey. Like, this is exciting. It's like, besides DraftKings calling us, this is like the first, like, big promotion we're doing. It is. DraftKings is one thing, but, like, this is, like, actually on, like, the air in, like, a new city we're not anywhere near. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Now, I mean, when you say that, when you say the uh, the flex will be broadcasting live on air, it doesn't really make sense because the podcast doesn't go on the air. Chris and Jeremy going on the air from the flex. Good call, man. We won't be broadcasting on air, but we will be live on air and discussing a little NFL draft, a little dynasty draft as well, hitting on some rookies for uh, 107.3 W3D. Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's exciting. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to that, man. Stay tuned. We'll definitely post the clips from that as well when we uh, get that going. Anyways. You're coming to my area for this. Uh, we'll see, buddy. One of us has a job. Oh, wow. Savage, savage. Yeah. How's unemployment treating you? It's been two weeks now, right? Uh, I'm not technically fired yet. When you going to stop jabbing and tell everybody you got laid off? <laughs> oh, you're just on a hiatus. Yeah. Just like this show. We'll get to that in the mailbag. Anyways. Yep. NFL News. Patriots. Signed Demarius Thomas due towards Achilles in December. 
They say he's progressing faster than expected, man. Dude, the rich get richer, huh? I'm rich, bitch. Uh, I wouldn't say that, dude. Their receiving core is pretty Bro, he's shitty. He's not bad. He's not bad. He's a little and soft. Tom, Tom Brady makes you a lot of better. A lot better. He's a little soft, though, man, I gotta say. Softer than Ashton Kutcher's pussy. Well, yes. you can be soft on the Patriots. They get different rules than the rest of the NFL. Shut the fuck up. You're out of your element. Shut the fuck up. If he wasn't dealing with this injury, man, because the Achilles is pretty damn serious. Yeah, I agree with that. I would be like, okay, this makes sense. This this is a good signing, I think. I think Tom Brady can get well, the most out of it. Are they paying him a lot of money? No. No. Then then where's the problem? Well, the problem is that he's going to, with this Achilles shit, man, he's going to be late entering training camp. And based on Patriots uh, history, listen, though, listen, based on their history, their team history there, not many wide receivers get it out of the gate after missing time in the offseason and preseason. Then again, if you look at it from the glass half full perspective, I guess, Josh McDaniels, Patriots defensive coordinator, was the head coach at the time when they drafted Demarius Thomas. He was a big Demarius Thomas fan. Part of the reason why he went to New England. I am too, to be honest with you. Demarius Thomas is 31, though, man. I like you, it. What, what do you expect from him? You think he's going to bounce back this year? Bro, you go to the Patriots and you were on Denver for... Did he, did he win a Super Bowl with Denver? Yes, he did. Okay, well, maybe it's a little different then because you, you have a chance to go to the Patriots and win a Super Bowl every year with that team. So you're... you're Thoughts on like playing or change a lot, especially because he has money now. He's not a, he's not a rookie. He's not a young young buck. He's got money already. All this is is uh is you know is extra money for him, and he has a chance to go to the Super Bowl again because Tom Brady does it every year. I uh, can't argue with that one. Mm-hmm. But I will say for Demarius Thomas though, he will forever for me be linked to Tim Tebow, and Tim Tebow should forever be grateful that catch? for Demarius Thomas. Uh, remember Steelers? that the Steelers. Yeah, against the Steelers. Was that the, the, was that the first? Green. Was that the first ever game with the new rules in overtime for the uh, for the playoffs? That was. That was the first ever game where you had to score a touchdown to win. Are you sure? Hundred percent. You could be right. That was the first year because they were showing the stats on the screen. He ran a cross pattern from the left side to the right side over the middle, caught it, and ran it in the end zone. Tim Tebow, Marius Thomas, slant pattern, touchdown. First time ever a team won by having to score a touchdown in the playoffs. Dude, I was so pumped. I have a strong passion of hatred against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Dude, I don't know what it is about your face, but I want to deliver one of these right in your suck hole. When I was a sports writer up there in that area uh, in 2004. That's so cool. There was a lot of heat that I got during the uh, Patriots-Steelers. There, when the Steelers went 15-1. I got my revenge in the playoffs, man, but that, that game in October when I was at Denny's Pub in Clearfield, Pennsylvania, where I went every Sunday when I was living up there. <laughs> alone. I was laid into because Patriots had like a 20-something game winning streak and yeah, Pittsburgh snapped it. Motherfucker! Former NFL tight end Kellen Winslow Jr. My boy. Dude's requesting that the feds don't do him dirty by revealing his particular porn-watching habits. Bro. Japanese girls puke in each other's mouths. Bestiality? <laughs> Brazilian fart porn in there? Winslow is labeled as a serial rapist and a sexual deviant. The most recent of uh, Winslow's latest sexcapade got him busted for, uh, he was pulling a Louis. Jerk, jerking off? Remember pulling him? a Louis C.K. Jerking it in front of, uh, of females, yeah. Will you let me come up there and put my beef in your taco? And, but in Winslow's case, it wasn't just like a regular-ass female. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? It was a 77-year-old geriatric woman. No way. Who, uh, no yes, way. he pulled it out, man, like a gym or something, was jerking it, and he's like, you like it? No way. 
That's what she said. No way. Do you like what you see? No. No, I don't. I do not like this, sir. Please put your uh, your mandingo uh, away, please. Thank you. Mandingo. You ever see a chick give a mule a blowjob? Give me a search term that you think Kellen Winslow probably has stored in his web browser history. Group pissing. Group fisting. Group pissing. Group pissing. Mm-hmm. Kellen Winslow, not R. Kelly. Yeah, actually peeing on somebody. Close your eyes, show me your face. I'm gonna piss on it. I didn't heard about this. Are you sure about? Are you just saying things again? No, no. Promise, man. Promise. You, this is what's going on with him. He's facing life in prison, by the way. Is he really? Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Yeah, dude. He's, he's been raping people like crazy, man. He's been raping. Wow. He's been slinging that D all over the place. Old nursing homes, old age homes, whatever. Uh, right aids. Oh, stripper, man. Stripper, man. Oh, I feel so vulnerable. Raping all over the fucking place. Wow. He's, he's a gator player. He had the craziest look in his eyes. And at one point, I was raped for a second. Since he's got a taste roll, ladies, I'm going to say maybe sick granny forced to fuck, <laughs> fuck orderly. Gilf. Grandma, I like fucking. Maybe like a dementia gilf, BBC, rough anal, panel. I bet that's up panel. in there somewhere. Yep. <laughs> you know what, though? Real quick, I, I don't doubt it. Like, when you, when you have that kind of money, you get bored. So he grew up having money. Like, Walter, um, sorry, Kellen Winslow had to have money. You know what I'm saying? Like, his dad? Eh, well, he played a long time ago. He wasn't poor. Right? I don't know. Well, I'm going to Google senior right now. Kellen Winslow senior net worth. I'm sure he, I mean, he wasn't like working at McDonald's poor or something like that. He wasn't goodwill poor. Um, are you sure? Well, he's probably not poor now. Would he uh, get, get a job after he left the NFL? I don't know. He's probably got some, I mean, they show his picture all the damn time getting carried off the field with the Rams in that uh, overtime game, that playoff game. What year was that? Shit, I don't know, like 77, 81, somewhere on there. Some, somewhere in between those two uh, years. His net worth is $16 million, Chris. Oh, that's, that's, that's Kellen Winslow's second, never mind. <laughs> His dad's net worth is $12 million. When you have that kind of money, you don't have the same rules as regular people. Girls are throwing themselves at guys with money, so you get bored with regular stuff. Gretchen! Show time every tennis! Rick James! I can totally see him being a fucking completely weirdo. They said another game, you niggas money! You don't know how to appreciate it! Yep. A little Joe Sack of shout out there. They better not give you money, because it sounds like you'd be following Kellen Winslow's footsteps. Yeah, 100%. Except to be a little boys, though. And stick his finger in his ass. Yeah, that's more your style. Dan, I get free subs in Subway. Trannies is up your alley, or up your ass, or up their ass. According to the show, it is. Yes. Yeah, I have to fight him in his ass. Speaking of which, did you hear about this Kate Wilson, th uh, Kate Smith thing? Who the hell is Kate Smith? So, the Yankees play the National Anthem. Oh, get off. Are you, are you serious? Bro, bro, did you hear the, the song? The statue, bitch. Did you no, I didn't hear that damn song. Bro, I don't want to hear that shit. Bro, the song is brutal. Did you guys listen to the show? You've, you've heard the shit I say. I have no filter. This chick was singing, hmm. um, someone had to pick the cotton, someone had to plow the fields, that's why the darkies were born. What was she thinking? Are you serious? 100% bro, Google lyrics, it is brutal. Brutal. This lady's still alive? No, she's dead. Her family is upset that they're pulling down her statue. Come on, bro. Really? What are you, what are you upset about? Like, How the hell did she even get a statue? Who gave it to her? Fucking Hitler? The Phillies. Hitler. Oh, the Philly, the Phillies. Thing? I mean, the, that's not the worst part. The worst part is I bought the statue. You bought it? Yeah, it's in my backyard right now. That sounds like a decision you would make. Unemployed, wasting money on some bullshit statues. Hundred percent, bro. Is it, is it in your rock garden? It is in the rock garden. It is your rock garden. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something about me that you might not know. I smoke rocks. Yeah. The Philadelphia Flyers had the statue outside their stadium. That's pretty crazy, man. It, it, bro, who sings that song? That's where the darkies were born. 
Come on. First of all, you don't even hear the word darkies anymore. Well, if it isn't the wild, older living Negro. Hey, how things going on Underground Railroad? That is some old-time racist people. When was this song written? Uh, let's 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 cool this right now. Kate Smith. That's where the darkies were born. It's already on my search history. Um. Oh jeez. That's the yeah. release date. You racist. Who me? Go ahead. Oh, I'm I'm looking up right now. Um. Oh, you're on that dial-up shit. Unemployed. Unemployed internet. Yeah, I don't have internet in my house. Get them AOL CDs. Nobody gives a shit. Just letting you know. I do. Bro, bro. You gotta, you gotta hear the song. Yeah. Right. I don't wanna fucking hear it. Alright, just... No, you really, you really don't. Cause it's a really bad song. But she's putting some pipes around this too. Like she's trying to sing these lyrics. Like she's hitting these lyrics hard, bro. She's going after it. Yeah. Oh, 1931, the song came out. You know, Hitler was uh, Time Magazine Man of the Year prior to World War II. I mean, obviously, he was he, at my house. He was pro he was uh, after World War II. He was Man of the Year too. In your host house, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, your wife is Jewish. My bad. You uh, yeah, she is. Bro, bro, this song is brutal, bro. Brutal. You got to hear a little bit of this. Oh, fine. This lady's family is saying it's okay. Stop it. Hi, this is Sam. Full metal retards. For the rabbit. And I get the Tinder rabbit. Like, oh, they're like, oh, we're really upset they pulled down our statue. Where do Stop. they live, these people? Oh, don't don't even don't Google, don't even bother Googling that shit. <laughs> Too later, dude. Are you serious? Yeah, well, of course I'm going to do it. Oh, God. If you ask questions, I'm going to Google it. Sorry. Tourette's. Her family should go to prison. <laughs> Her family. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're stupid enough to say that out loud, you should go to prison. No, that's ridiculous. She grew up in D.C. But doesn't say, uh, and then uh, she died in North Carolina. That makes sense. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, I don't know where the family's from. Why don't you click your heels together three times and go back to Africa? Are they the family that was based on that true story, that movie that came out a couple years ago? Get Out? Yeah, right? Wasn't that them? Might as well Wasn't be. Wasn't that them? Might as well. I thought it was. Pretty sure. That's where the statue resides. All right. Let's get back on track, son of a bitch. Let's get back to the business in hand. All right, let's, yeah, let's, uh, get, back, let's get, get back, back on track. Stuff. We're at an actual sports show here. <laughs> Other NFL news real quick. Austin Safarian Jenkins also signed with the Patriots as Gronk's replacement. TJ Yeldon signs a two-year deal with the Bills. Chris Hogan signs a one-year deal with the Panthers. Ty Montgomery signs with the Jets to back up Le'Veon Bell. And then we got some unsigned names here. We got Jay Ajayi, Michael Crabtree, Calvin Benjamin, and Des Bryant, obviously, of course, because that dude is just washed up. Jay Ajayi kind of surprises me, though, man. I'm surprised he's not signed yet. Two more signs real quick. Cole Beasley with the Bills. I don't think anybody cares about that one. CJ Anderson going to the Lions. Eh, never know. He looked good in the playoff run with uh, the Rams. Last bit of news. We got the Easter Bunny Vigilante from this past uh, Easter Sunday in Florida. Of course, it's in Florida. Yeah, of course. Of course. Orlando. So it's always in Central Florida, though. That's what people don't get. It's always, well, not always, but often. It's in Northern Florida sometimes, too. Yeah, sometimes. The drug stuff is in South Florida. Oh, obviously. And 
Like the redneck crazy shit is always central. That, that's there. true. That's where my brother lives. That's where it's always the worst. So uh, this Easter Bunny vigilante, vigilante, Easter Bunny vigilante. You sound like uh, Susie Walden trying to make words. Oh, I hate that damn woman. Uh, she's the worst. Oh god, she's the. None of the words she says are like actual words anymore. And John, look out in the outfield, and uh, and uh, Alex Rodriguez. You actually did a pretty good, pretty good impression right there. Oh, that's how she sounds. Like she makes the words longer than they need to be, and she sounds terrible. I'd rather go to every Red Sox game the rest of my life and sit in the top where I can't see anything than watch a Red Sox uh, Yankees game ever again if uh if she wouldn't record, if she wouldn't be recording anymore. Oh, she is terrible. Dude, she, I would oh, do it for the she fans. She is the worst man. Terrible. I support third trimester abortion. Oh gosh, she's terrible. Oh, God, she is awful, man. She makes me hate women. She almost turned me gay. Face it, Chief. You are pretty damn gay. I would like to see Susan Walden. Peter Dinklage. Fuck. Jesus. Anyway. You're a savage. She's a fucking savage. Oh, gosh, she's terrible. Roger Clemens is in George's box, and Roger Clemens is coming back. Oh, my good goodness gracious. Anyways, the last little bit of news here in Florida. The Easter Bunny goes ham on a dude that uh, spit on a woman Easter Sunday night. Can you never say ham again? All right. Easter Bunny goes, uh... <laughs> Alright. Fuck what you call him. Goes ape shit. Ape shit. Ape shit. Does he go ape shit, though? The bunnies go ape shit? Yeah, yeah they do. Alright. He did black guy stuff. How about that? He did black guy stuff. The, the bunny joined the Kansas City Chiefs. Actually, the Easter Bunny was a black guy. In a suit. Obviously. It's usually white yeah. guys that fuck up in Florida. That's the first That's the first guy. That's how a black guy's ever been in the suit. Oh. Unless he's in court. What's that singer's name again? Cotton Song? Kate Smith. You, you sound just like Kate Smith, sir. That's my mother. That's why you have the statue. So, uh, dude goes, uh, ape shit. Kansas, Kansas uh, City. On a, on a, all right. On a dude that spit on a woman Sunday night, Easter Sunday night, and instead of delivering candy and eggs, Gangsta Bunny, we'll call him, uh, we'll call him B-Rabbit, delivered some haymakers. It's on, uh, this, this guy. Do you know why he did it? Why, who did what? Why he spit on her? Why the bunny did it? Well, I know why the guy spit on the woman. No, do you know why the bunny beat her up? Beat him up. Have you seen the South Park episode with the uh, the hair club for men? I have. How great is that when he goes, I don't understand we dye eggs. He goes, well, it's Easter, Stan. And he's like, so why do we dye eggs and hide them? He's like, just paint your goddamn eggs, Stanley. How great is that? He's like, I have no idea why we paint eggs. Do you? Not a clue, man. Yeah, why is the money even involved in Easter? I, I'm, a, I'm pretty certain that it's probably got something to do with like farmers not having shit like in the 1920s. So they're trying to get... Trying to throw uh, the farmers a bone, chicken farmers a bone, getting them. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna research that before next show and figure out why. I'm probably right, probably right. Eh, we'll see. Well, let's just say I'm right, so I'm proven wrong. With the Easter Bunny man, with with that said, let's jump into this week's theme. We got the top five across the board. We're gonna start with five questions. You ready? Yes, sir. I'm always ready. Time to go foot balls deep with five questions. Number one: What's the weirdest fight you've seen or been a part of? Then this comes from the the gangster rabbit. What you got? I didn't really see like a lot of fights, man. Like I, I've uh, I've heard about a lot of fights. Uh, I I've never really been around. Like I'm I'm pretty white. That's because you get knocked the fuck out and you don't remember them. No, I get drunk and I don't remember things. Come on, come on over here. Come on in, let's show walk. Don't don't let the gray hair fool you. I ain't no easy win, nigga. Oh, I saw a fight the other day. I'm at uh, this is actually kind of ironic. because This is why I'm on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at Sharky's in Coral Springs, and uh, 
this kid apparently walks in and uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, where the shooting was on Valentine's Day last year, is right down the street. Mm-hmm. This kid gets fucked up and he says, I'm going to shoot these bitches like MSD girls. Gator don't play no shit. You hear, you feel me? Gator never been about playing no shit. Oh, oh Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, I gotcha. Why would you say that, first of all? And then this kid walks aside and he decks him one time. Mm-hmm. Bro, it was such a nauseating sound when he hit him. It sounded so gross. This kid hit him hard. He was out cold for like 25, 30 minutes. Hey, young man, you got knocked the fuck out. Oh, did he shit himself? One, one hit. I didn't check. Flying he, Elvis. Dude, he was done, bro. He was done, bro. Flying Elvis. No, he didn't go over his head. He just hit him one time and that kid was, he was out. Oh, I'm just saying, you should have checked for shit just to prove my theory. I should have. There's poo in there. Anyways. Yeah, that's the worst I've ever seen. What about you? Um, that I've been a part of, we used to do these stupid fake jumps and shit in front of like, in front of traffic when we were like in uh, middle school. Just a uh, fake jumps. We used to like we'd be like eight, ten of eight to ten of us, and we'd um, pretend like we were beating the shit out of one kid in front of traffic, so the cars would stop. He'd be like freaking the fuck out and all that. And I don't know. We did, we did stupid shit, man. We were young and do stupid shit. But um, the best fight that I've seen. So was was the, the rape was real though, right? The, the the beating up was fake, but the beating, raping was real. Yeah, well, of course it was, man. Of course we don't we don't just fuck around out there. I'm here for the gangbang. All right, cool. Yeah. But uh, one of the best ones I've seen had to be New Year's Eve. Maybe five or six years back, my mother-in-law and Debbie from Dumb Shit Debbie Says on social media from uh, the spinoff that we did. She uh, she attacked my mother-in-law with a cane, and uh, what? And dude, it was uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was very uh, entertaining. Oh, oh! 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 Just to see two old ass women. Is your family worse than mine? It ain't my family, motherfucker. Well, your mom is. Mother in law, buddy. Mother in law. Debbie is your mother in law, but isn't wasn't? No, no, no. Cindy is my mother in law. Debbie is uh. The aunt. The black sheep. You see that? There's no hair under here, bro. Okay. It makes me aerodynamic when I fight. Of uh of that family. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. She swung a cane. It, it 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 was just it was fun to watch. That'd be hilarious. Hey, you know, yeah, slow down. I ain't taking nobody to the emergency room tonight. Somebody break that leg, you're gonna stay broke this time. I, I enjoyed myself. It was the only time I really enjoyed myself at Hillary's mom's house. <laughs> this is a celebration, bitch. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. That uh, her family had a fun time at your wedding. Yeah, dude. There's been other wedding stories that I haven't told you about that we did. We do not. I do not mesh well with her family uh, on weddings. I did fuck your mom twice. We have more shows to do that in. Let's let's bring it up later. I'm excited yeah, for we'll this. To, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's another, next time. Yeah, we'll save that for another day. Uh, number two, will C.J. Anderson be a factor in the Detroit Lions run game this upcoming season? Bro, the Lions are such a nothing franchise to me. Like I never think anything about them. Um, God is is uh, God is good. You got to think they're going to be able to get some uh, yards out of C.J. Anderson because you're going to be doing a lot. I mean, just just because you have to respect the passing game, right? Tell you what, I can see why you're partial to C.J. Anderson because you guys have the same figure now. Same body type, I guess. You can sew up your stomach and your asshole. You gonna always be fat. Oh, he's he's super thin and, and uh, has great, and great shape. And he has a lot of hair too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So just like me. Oh yeah, twins, man. The uh, the, like Danny, the Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger. one. Yeah, exactly. Huh? Uh, Which one am I? The shorter one. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, carry on, Johnson. Though, man, that's his backfield. Even though they're gonna say they're limit his touches, that dude is an effing workhorse. I love carry on, Johnson. He's like, uh, if I compare him to vehicles, right? He'd be a Mustang, and C.J. Anderson would be like a, um, 
like an old broken down Hummer. You know what I mean? He's just like a big, fat, wide, curly headed fuck load that just puts along, man. Gets like eight eight miles a gallon. H three, then what nobody wants. Do this Hummer have a pussy magnet? No. Yeah, yeah, the H three that was short lived. Mm-hmm. Number three, who do you believe will have a better twenty nineteen season? Kenny Galladay for the Lions. There we go. Or Chris Godwin for the Bucks. There we go again. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Galladay. Just to see it's a better quarterback. Man, oh, man, this is a tough one for me. I like both these guys yeah, a lot. Yeah, I, I, I like them both too, but I think Galladay, not not by a lot, but I think Galladay will have a better season just based on having a better quarterback, bro. Yeah, you're probably right, man, but I'm, I'm going to lean towards Galladay. If I had to choose between, between Galladay and Galladay, I'm going to go Galladay just because... Challenge flag. What do you, what do you, what do you, you want to do? You want to do uh, most yards? You want to do average yards? Most touchdowns? What do you want to do? Most fantasy points? Well, all right, let's do that. Most fantasy Fan- points. Uh, total, total fantasy points. Yep. Challenge accepted. All right, all right. I'm all right. taking. I'm taking uh, Galladay. You're taking Galladay. Yes, sir. That's. Uh, all right. that's it's on the sheet, bro. Yeah. All right. Number four. More likely to bounce back in 2019, Kenyon Drake or Jarek McKinnon. I'm going Jarek McKinnon, bro, because Drake. That was his breakout season this year. Not his. Uh, not a bounce back season. He. That was the best he's ever done. So I think Jarek McKinnon is going to be better. Who? Who's yeah, got? But... Who's got to replace Jarek McKinnon? Uh, Matt Breida. Breida had a good year. Yeah, he did. He was number one so, running back there for a while, man. So I think, bro, uh, McKinnon might not get as many carries. Uh, come back. You think they'll split the load? Nope. Yeah, I think McKinnon might even get cut. Or at worst, I mean, at worst, he'll get cut. But I think it's going to be... Yeah, because I, I forgot about Britta. So maybe it's going to be Drake. Just, but I don't think it's a bounce back. I think that's uh, incorrect terminology. But I think I think Drake might end up having a better season. Because Dolphins are gobbling again. And that makes me yeah, very happy. And the rebuild. And the 49ers also signed Tevin Coleman from Atlanta. So, man, there's just three McKinnon clones run around back there, so they're going to spread that shit out. I, I'm going I'm to go Drake thing. Yeah, Brady had a good yeah, year. I'm going Drake, too. Better opportunity. That was without a quarterback, too. Without a quarterback. Yeah. Drake's had the opportunity. Better opportunity. Yeah, he, he's going to be solid, bro. Yep. Next one. Last one. What's the worst thing you've done to someone's food? Uh, I've been a server for way too long. Um, I just got out of the industry, and uh, one dumb friend was like, oh, fuck you and your friends. Like We used to have a thing called Team Lightning. He's like, fuck Team Lightning. I was like, oh, okay. I walk into the kitchen. I take his pasta out of the window, which the window is where you, your food waits for all the other food. Mm-hmm. I lick his spoon. I stick it into the pasta. Mix. I then take my hand, insert it into my pants, and pull my pubic hair off my balls. From my chest pubes down to my balls, bro. Put it into uh, his pasta and mix it up. Just and then, a, a still waiting moment from that movie. It was waiting. And it was before the movie. No, maybe it was after. Yeah, I, remember, I remember going, I think I remember saying when I did like a little off office routes. But uh, so yeah, it had to be after the movie. Um, the best part was as he's eating it, the hostess, the bartender, the the other server, me and my manager all watching this kid eat his food, like just staring at. Everyone knew what was happening. It was gross. You didn't eat shit, okay? For me, the worst thing I've done to someone's food. I've not done anything to to food, but I've done something to drinks. I told I told the story about a year and a half ago on the show. Um, oh, I got I got one more after this. Yeah, continue. I um seventh grade. This kid, David Laws. I found a Sprite bottle in the garbage can in science class. This kid was a real dick. I took it to the bathroom. I pissed and that shit filled it up, closed the cap. I snuck it into his lunchbox that was sitting on the floor in the classroom. By the time lunch lunch came, everybody in the cafeteria knew at that time what had happened. And they're all looking at David. He sees a Sprite bottle. He's like, oh shit, mom packed me a Sprite. Fucking awesome. Score! No, she didn't. That was mellow yellow, motherfucker. Yeah, I packed that shit, motherfucker. Exactly. So he, uh, he... Pops it open. He starts chugging that shit, man. Starts drinking like half a damn bottle before he realizes that that shit is not 
that shit is not Sprite. That's not even bubbly. Well, it's a little bubbly, but you know what? It ain't Sprite bubbles. How did you get it so nice and warm? Ah, I can taste the bubbles. Uh, actually, I can't. Wait a second. Oh. And um, he calls the lunch lady over, and he's like, hey, so I don't know why the hell he did that, by the way. That that kind of threw me off. I was like, what the hell are you doing at the lunch lady? It's like you fucking bought that shit from lunch from the cafeteria. Anyway, so the whole the whole cafeteria erupts in laughter. I'm like, oh, shit, man, I'm fucked. I'm going to get ratted out. Thank God there was no social media back then. Oh, of course. Because I would have been, uh, yeah, I would have been, like, um, lynched. Yeah, Kate, whatever, Cotton Song, lady style. Kate Smith. Yeah, Kate Smith. That's a, that's a perfect racist name, Kate Smith. Anything with Smith in it is usually pretty racist. Aww. Like Bruce and Corey. <laughs> oh, I have one more. Uh, so my buddy, uh, Alex Freeze, is at my house, and he's being a dick for like no reason whatsoever. Like I'm like, why are you being such an asshole? So mm. this kid, uh, like he's being, like, I had money back then. So I'm like, hey, man, like, why don't you head over to the stores and get some wings for us? I go, uh, I go I'll pay for him. Uh, and so he leaves. I stick my balls in his Gatorade and take a picture. Oh, and then as God. he's drinking it, I send him the picture while he's drinking it. The milk's gone bad! What color Gatorade? Blue. Uh, blue balls. Oh, blue balls. Perfect. Nice. I don't know why I asked that question. It's like it fucking matters. Yeah, right? But uh, but yeah, I guess I was uh trying to get a good image of uh, seeing your gray pubes just floating around. No, they weren't gray then. Oh, like six inches long. You were dying your eggs in his Gatorade. All right, let's do a 5B on this one. How about this one? What's the worst thing that someone has done to your food? That you know of, anyway. I don't know of anything. Um, I have no idea. Um, I, I I know of one. Somebody spit in my food and didn't tell me until after the fact. It, you reminded me of that with the uh, Gatorade uh, balls, balls dipping. Yeah, balls remind you of a lot of things. Who's on the rise? Like Ed Werner's picker in the Cowboys' locker room. Top five. I'm going to pick five position players for fantasy in 2019. I think are going to break out some guys that uh, might be flying under the radar a little bit. And Jeremy, I'm not going to ask you to participate since you have been MIA when it comes to uh, football-related stuff with your uh, homo activities. That's where I stay, baby. Cartel. I got money, and I don't even play, baby. Little, uh, little, little uh, trick daddy for you. Like I said, I'll answer to these. You provide, you provide feedback if you want to. Here we go. I'm going to go Sonny Michelle for the Patriots. I like that pick. Deuce at a playoff record for a uh, rookie with... Um, these 100 yards rushing games. I think he's got good value right now. I'm sure he's going to be trending higher as we go forward. Chris Godwin, like I've been talking about all show too. He's a guy that I'm high on. Aaron Jones for the Packers. This is a guy I've loved for the last two years. Now that Mike McCarthy's retarded Mongo ass is uh, out of Green Bay, they're going to give Aaron Jones the rock. Rightfully so. Thank God. About time for him. But trying to snake him from uh, Big Worm in, uh, in Dynasty. Dynasty League. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, Seeker might be out now though. Yeah. Sticking with the Packers, I'm going to go with Ronald Wilson, wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, the last of Mohicans are uh, what comes to mind. Before he got hurt, man, he looked pretty good. And he's going to be number two opposite uh, Devontae Adams. So I'm expecting pretty good things for Geronimo Allison, as long as Roger stays healthy. And this one here, this number, this last one I'm going to throw out there, man, is a guy I like a lot as well. But he's going to have a tough time getting opportunity possibly because now they have Jarvis Landry and they have Odell Beckham Jr. over in Cleveland. But I'm going to go with Antonio Callaway, second-year wide receiver from the University of Florida. That's, those are my five. Let, let, let me ask you this question. How do you think that uh, um, Antonio Brown's going to deal on the Raiders? I think he's going to be fine, man. I think he's still, still going to be a top five wide receiver, I believe. Top eight. I think it'll be eight at the worst. He's a dick, though. Oh, he's a real dick. 
We talk about this uh, show all the time. Who's a, who's a bigger dick now? Antonio Brown or uh, OBJ? Oh, it's always been it's Antonio Brown. Still OBJ, right? What, really? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, why do you hate OBJ so much? Because his, uh, his homosexual tendencies? Just say what he won't admit that he's gay. Just say it, bro. Just, just say it. I see. Just be honest. What's the problem? It's 20, 2019. If you're gay, be gay. Like, just admit it. No one's gonna fucking judge him. No one gives a shit. Just catch the fucking football. No one cares if you're fucking sucking dicks. Just admit it. Who is sucking whose titties over here? Well, clearly you do, because you want to hear him say it. Clearly. Clearly I do. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. Not clearly. Clearly. Yes. Clearly. Yeah, you're right. Time to hit on Dynasty. Not to be confused with the glitter-faced hooker on the street corner. All right, top five Dynasty League sleepers. Wait, that's not glitter. It rhymes with semen. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and I'll throw a flex out there. I'll give you one position from each. That makes sense Dynasty. based on the name of our show. Yep, for Dynasty rookies. Quarterback, I'm going to go Will Greer as a sleeper. Dude's from West Virginia, six foot two, 217 pounds. And the eyeball test... Do look pretty good on film, man. And I know he's like the number six quarterback ranked right now heading into the 2019 draft on Thursday night. But, man, I like him. I think he's going to be all right. Next, I'm going to go running back. I'm going to take Miles Sanders from Penn State. Dude's 5'11", 211 pounds. Dude's an absolute beast at the combine. Dude was killing him, man. Uh, wide receiver, I'm going to go with Debo Samuel from South Carolina. What an awesome name. Oh, well, man. Come on, man. His name is F and Debo. That's Rocky yeah. level Done. in yeah. terms of in terms of name power. You know that he's gonna 100%. rock out with this cock out, man. He's gonna be uh he's gonna be Kellen Winslow in the NFL. Aww. Uh tight end, I'm gonna go Dawson Knox from Ole Miss. He sounds like he's a Kate Smith fan. Dawson Knox. That sounds like a real country ass name. And he's from Ole Miss. But um the dude's 6'2, 250, versatile, versatile. He's got the versatility like Aaron Hernandez. Well, he's kind of like, uh, he's like in the Aaron Hernandez mold, I should say. So he's dead. W- without the murderous temperament. Okay, all right. Well, well, we hope anyway. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, stay tuned. Well, stay shit. tuned. Well, shit, look at Kellen Winslow. Shit, who knows, man? I mean, tight ends are effing psychotic these days. Can't, you can't tell anyone, bro. No, you can't tell. For the flex, I'm going to go with another running back. I'm going to go with Justice Hill from Oklahoma State. Dude's 5'10, a little under 200 pounds, but you know what? This dude uh, has got some speed, man. I think he's going to flash in the passing game as well. And I'll tell you what, man. If Arizona. Let's let's turn the NFL draft here real quick. Um, if Arizona takes Kyler Murray, I want to I want to get your take on this. If Arizona selects Kyler Murray first overall, where do you think Josh Rosen ends up? If they get Kyler Murray, um, bro, who needs a, who needs a quarterback? The Dolphins need a quarterback. Um, they're saying they're saying yeah, he's going to go to the Dolphins. Yeah, he could, man. I I, I got three top teams. I think he's going to go to. I no. think either the Giants, Kyler Murray. No, he's gonna be. He's not gonna make it. He's not gonna last there anymore. I initially thought they'd be a good fit for him, but his stock shot up high, man. I mean, the Raiders want him. Cardinals want him. I, well, I think the Cardinals. I, I think it'd be beneficial for him to go to the Raiders because he can sit behind Derek Carr at least a few games, and Derek Carr is not terrible. Learned some stuff from Derek Carr, and he he has promise, obviously. So you think Derek Carr is going to start over Kyler Murray? You can't. Right, John Gruden right away is a quarterback whore, man. Yes, Gruden is a quarterback whore. I agree with that. But then, what do you do with Carr? Do you trade Carr? Yeah, they they don't they don't really care for Carr too much. All right. So when where did Josh or or Carr go? Well, where, where does same same both both of them now? Carr probably goes to the bench. I don't think anybody's huh. trading him. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta have backup. Yeah. But um, Josh. But in, in the NFL, it's good to have a, a solid backup. It is. For especially with, with, with Murray running the ball, he make it hurt. True. True. For uh. 
for Josh Rosen, I, I'm going to give you three spots I think he could land if if the Cardinals do select Kyler Murray. I'm going to say the Giants, Dolphins, Redskins. I think one of those three teams is where he's going to end up. Giants, Dolphins, Redskins. Those aren't bad picks. I just, I just, I, I can see the Dolphins getting him, just I don't think he's ever going to be good. And the Dolphins are the worst franchise in sports history. So I, I can see them going after him, but like, and, and like actually, like paying a lot more, like trading a pick for, him, like doing something stupid for him. I, I'm, 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 I'm high on Josh Rosen right now. Not, I mean, not high, high, but like I actually think he's, he's got, he's got some promise. Yeah, you know, he might, man. He's got, he's still got the confidence. And they got nobody know. on that team, so he, if they get the players, he could be good. They got some position players. They have a terrible he could, he could, he could, he could be like Brett Favre and the Falcons, just killing shit. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. He's he's a skinny <laughs> little. I don't know, man. We'll well, Brett Favre did he even play for the Falcons ever? He never he never started the game for the Falcons, did he? Uh, yeah, he did. Did he really? Yeah, I never thought he started for the Falcons. I thought he got traded right away. What do you think happened on Brett Favre's first NFL pass? He uh, interception for a touchdown just at the gap from the Jets. Yes, sir. Very good. I'm surprised you knew that. I know everything, sir. All right, man, you ready to do the mailbag? Usually you want to do the ball bag. Mailbag. Can we talk about the mail, please? I'm dying to talk about the mail all day. They've been asking for their mail on a daily basis. Barney, give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Who? Barney. Who the hell is Barney? You don't see Barney. Oh, shit. What the hell are you? You've lost your damn mind. All right, number one. Who are you most excited about in the draft? Kurt in Mobile, Alabama. I'm honestly not excited about a certain player. I'm more interested in what happens with Kyler Murray because of, I guess that would be my my player, but it's not necessarily about him. I want to see how that affects the rest of the league. If he gets drafted by the Cardinals, one overall, where the the movement's going to go, like where are they going to do with Josh Rosen, like who who they're going to trade with, where are Lasat's going to fall for that. That's what I'm more interested to see. I think the Kyler Murray stuff is definitely interesting. I do think Josh Rosen gets moved at some point this weekend. For me, it's kind of a toss-up, man. I'm really intrigued by Miles Sanders of Penn State. This dude killed at the Combine. Dude's got the ability, the potential to be a prototypical workhorse back in the NFL. I think he could be something special for you if I had to choose one. Number two, do you have any sleeper players in the NFL draft for Dynasty Rookie Draft purposes? Brandon in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I mean, I'm a big Hurricanes fan, and they're they got a lot of young talent right now, so we don't have any players in there. Usually, there's somebody on the team. It's like not a big name, but I know they got talent. And I got, you know, I'll watch some games in the ACC and I'll see somebody. But I can't think of anybody this season, man. Maybe because college football was shady to me this year. I don't know. Or maybe I went to too many games, didn't watch enough games at home, so I didn't see as many plays. But I don't know. I feel like there's nobody I'm too excited about right now, or anybody I think is going to be like a standout player. Brandon, I like Justice Hill running back from Oklahoma State. I like Will Greer. I think both those guys are going to have some value in Dynasty Leagues. Both guys that we just hit on in the last segment. You think Lamar Miller's going to make it good next year? Are you kidding me? No, right? That dude's that dude's the fucking piss droplets on my on the bottom of my shoe when I walk in a public bathroom, man. That dude's that dude drives me crazy. Really weird, okay. Alright. Yeah, I guess that was weird. Yeah. Number three. Are you ever going to tell us why you were on a hiatus late last season? Crystal and Gadsden, Georgia. Uh, I guess that one falls on me. Uh, so the girl I was dating that had passed away in December, and uh, I just wasn't in the uh, the frame of mind to be doing anything with, with Chris. And uh, Chris uh, 
just didn't uh, didn't replace me like he did with Big Worm and Jeff. Fuck you. Anything else? No. Bon voyage. Have a great time. True. Yeah. But uh, I uh, it's kind of my fault. I, I just didn't want to do it. Didn't want to put the effort in. Uh, just didn't didn't want to get out of bed, kind of thing. So uh, that one falls on me. But yeah, I uh, I, uh, that, that, I lost her. So uh, put me in a bad spot for a while. That was pretty tragic. And Jen definitely had a pretty interesting personality, interesting sense of humor. Uh, so I, 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 I might be able to, to touch on that here when I answer this one. But there's a bunch of reasons why, man. A lot of loss for sure over the past six months or so. Jeff had a kid. Big Worm moved. I didn't know Big Worm moved. And yeah, Port St. Lucie, man. That's where he's at now. And uh, like Jeremy already touched on his girlfriend who needed her ass. Now you see me, now you don't. And two ground beef. That, that, that. You know in that one scene in The Wizard of Oz when the flying monkeys pull apart the scarecrow? That's what it was like. <laughs> but I think she'd appreciate that one. Even though it fucking stirs up my stomach to even fucking say that. <laughs> no good? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, shit. I thought, you, I thought she'd appreciate that oh, one. There you go. I cut that out. Yeah, you sure? Yep. He's a habitual line stepper. You fucking dickhole. Next. What's the worst thing you've done to someone up to this point in 2019? Ryan in Houston, Texas. Does anal count? You're giving or receiving anal? Um, both. Well, if, when you have AIDS and you don't tell them ahead of time, what? That's, that's that is kind of messed up. You, you pull the rodeo. You uh, you whisper it in their ear while you're like doing anal, and you go, "I have AIDS," and like you hold their ponytail and try to fight off off of you. Talk about flying Elvis. Somebody would definitely fly off the dick if they heard that. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't really done anything this year. I've, uh, I've been pretty uh, pretty calm this year. Yeah, same here, man. I can only really think of uh shit that I've done, aside from, from that uh, previous question, comparing your uh, girl Jen to uh, uh, Hamburger Helper. Sorry, Jen. Uh, yeah. uh, you shut your mouth, you bastard! Who is fat? I can't really think of anything else either, man. I don't think I've really done, uh, done too much lately. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in the same, same, uh, same area there. Next, are Jeff and Big Worm ever coming back? Rick in Baltimore, Maryland. Rick, it's quite possible. I've talked with Jeff about a potential return not too long ago. It's kind of up in the air right now. It definitely won't be during the offseason, I can tell you that for sure. But we'll see. Sure. Does Jeremy do, but, uh, do that bad of a job? You need, you need uh, you know, Jeff and Worm back? Rick? Rick? No, I think they're just wondering what the hell happened to him. I, no, I'm, I'm, uh, no, I'm being a dick, but like... Uh, what do you call? It? Am I doing a am I doing a good job, fans? Am I? Uh, what do you think? Am I, what do you? Would you prefer to have Jeff and Rick, uh, Jeff and Big Worm back, or do you like me being on the show? I'd like to get some feedback on that. TBD on that one. Still waiting on physical challenges. I'm just saying, Megan and Davey, Florida. Thank you, Megan. I've been pushing the guys to get on board with the physical challenges for a while. I've been proposing to incorporate the physical challenges as part of the challenge flags on the show. Jeremy, thoughts on that? Yes, sir. I've been ready the whole time. Anything you want to say before we got here? No. Nope, I'm good, man. <laughs> Till next time, man. Have a good week. Enjoy the NFL draft. Check us out on 107.3 W3D next week. Talk to you soon. See ya! Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at The Flex 
at fantasysportstudios.com.